I'm Sabrina. And I'm Patty. And you're listening to... Bitchin'. Yeah. <laughs> this month, we have an interview with... The Black Mariah. Yes, they are a Texas band. Western death metal. Yeehaw. It's thrashy, death metal-y. Put on your spurs, kids. It's, and it's about to get brutal. It's here. about to get brutal. Here's <laughs> the interview. We are here with the Black Mariah. <laughs> Hey, Zoic is here. Yeah. And Black we, can, yeah, we're gonna talk about your latest album. So, you guys formed back in two thousand nine. Yeah, it's been about that long. Yeah. Yeah, and this is your third album. The album is called Desert Hymns and Funeral Grins. Yes, that's it. That's it. Very cool. Uh, so Metal Archives has you guys down as Black Thrash. That's that's a, that puts it in the ballpark. Yeah. Ballpark, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to like put anything in a tight box. We and for this album, it was our quarantine lockdown album, so we kind of strayed a little bit from our previous path, but not very far. Um, being locked down and emailing tracks and not getting together nearly as much kind of changed things. So, um, but it also opened up possibilities. So definitely give us a chance to branch out a little bit yeah yeah like um i've listened to your music before uh i think i saw you guys open for what was it imperial triumphant yes oh at uh, double white yeah the double oh man those guys are good they are good that was a that was a very good lineup and a very good show um yeah that was i think that was the last day of the uata tour yes yeah yes that was that was um but yeah i definitely noticed like it was very more in the vein of black thrashy those first two albums and this one uh you have western themes lyrically now it's definitely more in the music of it and i i think it's a really fun yeah it's been seeping in for and actually two of the songs are lauren green tracks really yeah yeah, from you know bonanza and uh 60s uh westerns he did a lot of movies back then but He's been a huge influence for me for a long time now. Just the attitude. Maybe not the music as much, but just the, the feel that he brings and just that presence he has. So we wanted to, like I said, it was our lockdown album. Things were, initially we wanted to just do, because literally we had the Possessed tour, Possessed and Pestilence, mm-hmm. and three days before the tour began, we had to cancel it because of, you know, everyone has COVID. Oh, right. So yeah. that, that was just like... We were geared up, so amped up to play this tour, and then it was like, oh, crap, what do we do now, you know? So we just immediately, just to not go crazy, we started focusing on writing, and and we initially wanted to do a cover tune, and then a song inspired, or kind of, you know, not exactly matching the cover tune, but inspired from, and do it, you know, a couple songs, release it digitally, just to have some content, because... We didn't. Who know? Who knew how long everyone's going to be shut down? So right. we got a couple songs in, and the label's like, "Ah, just just keep going at it and do a full album." So yeah, here we are, three years later after canceling the the tour, and now we're two months away, fingers crossed, from hitting the road with Possessed. So it's full circle, I guess. Are you guys excited? Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, I mean, we've been talking with Possessed since. You know, a couple years before the initial, before the first run. So, mm-hmm. this is something in five years in the works, probably. I mean, yes. you know, yeah. possessed is you know an idol that we've had forever. So, I mean, yeah. they've been 
playing metal longer than I've known what metal is. So, <laughs> sure. of course, I mean, this is going to be... It's I mean, huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, absolutely. There's not, not good enough words to throw at it. It's just going to be amazing, for sure. Yeah, seriously. And how... how is that, like, a, a nationwide tour? Uh, right now, it's East Coast. Um, yeah, like I said, we're, since we're, this is going to be after the fact. Um, it's going to be some three dates in Texas, and then we head north to Kansas. We never played in Kansas, even though our guitar player lives in Kansas. Hmm. Uh, Chicago, and then we head to the East Coast. Maybe a part two uh, later on in the year. Um, yeah, for real. We got to just, you know... Let's get the first part done first. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, it's going to be great exposure for you guys. Oh, huge. I mean, I mean, we're old school. I, I mean, I I feel, you know, I metal and we grew up on that stuff. And I, I think I stopped listening. I don't say I stopped listening to bands, but I I think we're maybe a 2010 and beyond backwards as far as our, our sound. Maybe we're not the most modern of metal, so... No, I mean, there's plenty of people that are modern bands creating very, like, new wave. That's true, that's true. heavy metal. Yeah, thrash and yeah, what once was old or new again, whatever the saying goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? It all comes back around. Eventually. Yeah, for sure, the circle of it all. Yeah, um, so I'm listening to the album last night, taking notes, and at the beginning of Endless Prairie, there's a spoken word. Yes. Is that from? That is a Lauren Green track. That is from the Lauren Green track. Yeah, that okay. is, uh, yeah, Endless Prairie. Um, yeah. I, you know, he, I think he wrote the lyrics. He didn't write most of the music because it was a big orchestra piece. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the thing that threw me when I was trying to learn it. I'm sitting there listening to it, and nothing was tuning, lining up. And then I finally realized it was recorded in the 60s. So they're a, they didn't do A440 then. They were doing A432. So everything I was trying to play to was slightly out of tune because they had a different concert pitch. So, oh. yeah, it was, there was all sorts of challenges on in doing that that track and um, just d all the way down to figuring out the tuning of the damn thing. Because so. <laughs> they, they weren't really yeah. taking notes and putting tablatures down, I'm guessing. Well, no, yeah, they were. They just oh, they their, were. their concert A, the, their note, was mm -hmm. slightly different than what we used today. I see. Yeah. yeah so... That was throwing me for a while until I figured that one out. Yeah, was and, it like kind of hearing for it, I'm guessing? Yeah, so I mean, I'm sitting there like, I know this song is close to an E flat, but I'm not in tune with it, even though I know I'm in tune. So I did a little more research and I was like, oh, duh, I think probably just tuned a little bit differently. And yeah. sure enough, once I tuned down from 440, my A down to 432, I believe it was, everything started lining up. And Synced I could, up. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, now I can figure out these chords and this and that. We actually, um, I hired brass players, and uh, I got to use uh, Jimmy Bowman, who's a real great engineer that we've used at his studio at Cle um, Clearlight. He's, he's actually moved on to Niles in mm. Fort Worth at this point. But yeah, he got some brass players for me. For Devil's Grin? For Devil's Grin, Endless Prairie, and Echo of Hooves. Yeah. And actually, we did a, an Apsu cover. I don't know that's released yet, but I used some of the brass parts for that as well. The brass parts are so much fun in this too. Right. Yeah, I love when they like when they make their presence sound a little bit because you almost don't expect it for a second, and then it comes in. You're like, oh <laughs> god, I love that. I love that so much. It's such like a nice touch. Throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, eventually, I, I I would love to write a full score for you know a symphony orchestra. So it was fun to actually just score this, and it was a little tricky because I forgot my my tunings because trumpet. And a trombone don't read C 
see staff they you know have to transpose mm -hmm. so i didn't do that until i was in the session i'm like okay so you're gonna play this but you're actually gonna play it a half step down and the trombone you played a fourth down so it was some um, they were great musicians they, they they work with me and they figured it out on the fly so nice i was nice, on the nice. clock literally with uh, money burning i was like okay help me transpose <laughs> here uh my bad i didn't transpose for your your instrument so right but, on right on but yeah, we, yeah. we got it done in the end yeah so uh a night in the desert starts off really dreamy and psychedelic and gets really funky and it's very different from the rest oh yeah i really dig it what was the inspiration behind that one that song just kind of the two main riffs just working on the album just it just something came out and then i took a break i'm like I said, I, I live out in Eureka, Texas, out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And all the animals and the dogs and everything you hear, that's just for my phone. Oh, I went neat. outside, took nice. a break, and there was just some commotion going on. Just maybe coyotes, I don't know. But I was like, oh, I'm getting that. So that was on my phone forever. And then I got those couple riffs, and everything kind of floated together. That song is just, just a night, go out in the desert in the complete darkness. Maybe on some hallucinogens. I don't know. Maybe if that's maybe, a thing. Maybe, <laughs> and then possibly seeing some lights towards the end coming from the sky and maybe getting abducted or <laughs> willingly leave this planet. Something right. like that. <laughs> Lean more toward the willingly part. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Absolutely. find a better place. Yeah, exactly. Right? Off to the gamma quadrant. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, yeah. And that's kind of what I was talking about being on lockdown. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely... Uh, a chance to try different things i've been a, a synth and electric piano technician for 20 years so this band we haven't done a lot of synth and samples but with this room i was able to really go to town and then one of my really good clients jay he has a basically a synth museum in his house his studio so kind of traded some repair work for a full day at his place and he helped out the end of that night the synth explosion is is jay on the mini moog and the User MS20 and Odyssey, he's got one of everything and beyond. The Mellotron was oh, featured quite yeah, a bit on the nice. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nice. so did more of your like, were you did you play keys first or did you did you more of a string guy first? Uh, I'm more of a guitar, but I like to take things apart. And then I I found a job at a local repair shop, and that's when I learned to actually put things back together in the end so gotcha and yeah i've always been interested in keyboards and synthesizers and um when i went to school for music i had to do proficiency and learn scales and parts, for sure for sure and stuff like that i wouldn't call myself a uh a performing keyboardist or a concert pianist by any means but you know gotcha. guitar is my main instrument but i I've been fixing and playing on keyboards for so long, so Heard that. Heard it was that. fun to add, add, add some layers. I'm all, I, I'm all about the atmosphere, too. If music doesn't have an atmosphere, then... What are you doing with yourself? Yeah, it's exactly. just, it'll be stale. And, exactly. I mean, I don't need another Dark Throne clone. I mean, I love Dark Throne, and some of the bands that are cloning them are good, but... Yeah. We've all heard it a million times, so... Heard that. Yeah, definitely. So, you said there was a lot of emailing involved, um... How different was this process, and, and was it challenging in creating the uh, the album because of the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, as a control freak, I might have enjoyed it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I I've had the luxury of playing with amazing drummers almost throughout my career. So I just I'll put the basic drum beat down on a drum machine. I'm not gonna 
trying to embellish it. Just it's a glorified metronome at that point. For sure. The drummer. The bones. And our singer was our original drummer, so I'm like, okay, you singer and you drummer, you know, this is what I kind of envision. You make it sound like a human and more interesting than my Dr. Rhythm over here. So, <laughs> heard, heard. So, right? so they handle up on the the, the progression uh, the percussion parts, but yeah, it's it's really write a track to a, to a click or a, a metronome or a beat and email it off. I don't think we had a full, definitely didn't have a full rehearsal between the tour, the Possessed tour being canceled in 2020 to recording the album. It was, yeah, no, it was, you know, one at a time. We'd get together. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's still, and now, now this current lineup is Kansas, Tulsa, I'm down in, in Eureka, which is outside of Corsicana. Our singer's in Azle, which is northwest of Fort Worth. So, Spread out. Yeah, we're way spread out. Luckily, we're, we're all doing our homework, and when it's rehearsal time, it's you know it's not like the high school days where we're drinking five beers and smoking ten bowls and chatting about the week. It's time to get to rehearsal and it's, do all that shit afterwards if, we, it, if there's time. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. It's definitely given us discipline. Yeah. And... Um, and everyone that's involved is really involved in doing their homework and like they clearly give a shit about what's going yeah. on yeah 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 i mean not to say that it hasn't always been that way but we have a really so- solid lineup right now and we're we're chomping and chomping at it to get this possessed tour going that's so sick so, yeah. yeah that's so cool hopefully that we got through this pandemic and um we're ready to right get through it i mean i think half of Maybe all of us have had COVID but at least once or twice at this point. But yeah, oh heard that. Got our vaccines and ready to tour. Hopefully mm. it doesn't grow another head or something. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> we can at least show our cards. Uh, heard that. <laughs> Seriously. I would I would enjoy having another head. I don't know. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But it, well, I mean, until you get an argument. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you ever had that roommate you can't get away from? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> at least I don't look weird when I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I was keeping myself up. Late all night. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So, uh, anything else you'd like to add about the album? Um. Well, oh, we also uh, we did a, a cover of Gehenna, which is born at the end. Oh yeah. And we had uh, I'll butcher his name. He's from Norway, Svartoff. He's actually the singer, bassist of Nocturnal Breed. But back in the day, he wrote the majority of the song. So we've been chatting with him for a while now about possibly trying to do a tour if we could ever get our ass over to Europe. Oh, that'd be sick. And somehow we were talking about doing this song, and you mentioned it to him, and he, he was totally on board for doing backing vocals. Actually, it's more of a duet than a backing vocal, I would say, because he sings throughout the whole song. They kind of trade back nice, and forth. Nice. So it was really cool to do that. He was able to get in his, his studio and, yeah, email tracks and... I kind of learned that from when I was in Absu in 09, we got Blasphemer, our noir uh, mayhem guitar player, and uh, Ashman and I have Melkesh to contribute, and no, and Demetrius from Zamile, basically same thing, kind of flying tracks, uh, emailing, and as long as you play to a click, you can share files with people and they can do their thing, and those guys were great, and it was that was kind of an eye opener to the, the possibility of doing something like that. So, it, what what got you into westerns to begin with? What was the? Uh, I mean, growing up, I've always loved it, but 
the thing that cemented it was we were flying when I was playing with Absu. We were gonna play a Hole in the Sky festival in Norway, which was a dream. It was amazing to do this, but right. flying in and flying out, I just had this epiphany of I'm not a Viking. <laughs> 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 I'm not, I don't. I need. I don't need to per perpetuate this, you know, Viking worship, which I love. Enslaved is one of my favorite bands. Um, so. After uh, my time with Absy, I was like, I want to do something that's a little bit more closer to home, something that is roots of this, where we're at, so something a little bit more relatable. And the idea started forming, and it's like, nobody's really doing this, so at least it's fresh, fresh air. Right. And I love walking into a venue when we're dressed up, and people are like, what the shit is this? <laughs> Who is this? And it's like just, some black metal. What is yeah, going on here? Yeah, just a screech on the record, just... And yeah, I mean, leaving an impression is important, almost as important as the music. I mean, for sure. I mean, of course, the music comes first, but you're just another band that plays metal. Yeah. Yeah. It's memorable. Right? Yeah. If you're like creating atmosphere and looking different from everyone else, it's going to yeah. be more memorable. And I mean, originally, I was born in New York, but I moved here when I was like eight. So it's a good dec few decades of it just me fighting it and fighting it. And fighting it, but finally, like the old country music, you know, Willie Nelson, the, the original Outlaws, that stuff has seeped into me, and I'm like, okay, there is good stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's garbage country music that I can't listen to. But, mm. I heard that, but but that the old school originals, yeah, it's it's worn off of me. I'm from living in Texas for 30 years, so I heard, finally gave into it. I guess. heard that. Heard that. <laughs> so would you say like that's. It's like Willie the Outlaws, and that's kind of who you turn to sonically. Or did you have some composers? You mentioned you know, Gunsmoke and, and stuff like that. Yeah, Morricone. Yeah, I was going to say Anio. Morricone, the soundtracks. The soundtracks in general have always been interesting. I mean, the, the Omen soundtrack, Jerry Goldsmith. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is just creating an atmosphere that's just Absolutely. pure evil, just with a whole orchestra. And yeah, I mean, some of the darkest music doesn't have a lick of metal in it. Yeah, it's so you get that kind of galloping rhythm going. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, I don't know when when you layer it's crazy when you layer the heavy shit over that the kind of the galloping rhythm or like the Neo Morricone stuff. It's like yeah. you immediately get a visual. Mm -hmm. Like I I had a, I had a picture in my mind the second the, the music kicked in. I was like nice. uh, I know what I'm looking at here. Like really grainy screen, yeah. very dark. Like some real bloody shits about to go down. The, the old west I mean the wild west was a very violent time so I mean we we're just thinking about it and it's just like oh the possibilities are just endless yeah and we only have to go a few feet to find a good scene rather than I mean whatever we could be in the snow in the forest and blah, 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 blah. absolutely for sure <laughs> if but, you could go back and like if there's a particular show or a film that you could compose a score for oh damn well I mean that's I'd have to pick one that had a really bad one, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't dare try to replace something from the maestro of Maricone. There's no way. Um, there's plenty of, like, you get the box set of 20 westerns of, of no-name movies. So, Absolutely. Yeah, there's, yeah that, 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 you mentioned that's a, that'd be a fun exercise. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'd watch, like, okay, better yet, if you were to do, like, a short film with your music. Oh, yeah. Who do you, do you have anybody in mind? You, like, would it animated? Would you have it? Man, live cool. action we um i forgot the name of the director but pot zombies 2 one of our tracks from casket prospects made the made the made the album i mean they made the movie nice um, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and that's kind of what I wanted to do on Blessed by Buzzards, the video we did. I just, at New Year's, we went out to uh, Nevada to, to Vegas. And I was like, I don't even give a shit about the casinos and the gambling. I want to go to the state parks because it was just jaw-dropping, the views Oh, there. my gosh, yeah. I was just shooting with my phone. My The whole video was done on my iPhone, and it's just like, I can't take a bad shot. It's so beautiful out here. I heard that. So... Yeah, same here. I can't stand the casinos and all the lights and all that business. I don't care. Oh. It's, it's, it's yeah, the country of Vegas. Yeah. Nevada in general. Dude. Absolutely. Yeah. I could breathe there. I was like, hmm. Exactly. It's just air. Yeah. It's nice and dry. And I can see a lot of the Westerns as people are going out west because they're, they're lungers or they're, they got pneumonia or some shit and it's supposed to, the dry air is supposed to be good for you. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I don't know, because part of me was like, I don't know if you've watched it, but Jinji Tartakovsky, the dude that did like Dexter's Lab and stuff back in the day, he had a, a film come out recently. It was an animated thing called Primal. And it oh, yes, it, I have it, seen some of that. I could totally see him doing something. Primal's like, dope. Primal is sick. And I, I could, actually wanted to get, a, you know, uh, David Firth, Salad Fingers? Oh salad, salad Fingers? Salad Fingers. I, I like rusty spoons. Yes, <laughs> I, that would be my dream animator for At Night in the Desert. I message so him on Instagram, but I don't think that's the best place to get him because I haven't heard from him. <laughs> oh, it's like, where's your email, bud? Okay, right, exactly. exactly. Who do I have to call here? Yeah, I would pay good money for him to animate a video. So sick. That sick. would be awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. Hey. I don't know if I answered the question. I'm no, just dude, that was perfect. perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's I'm much good. more of a visual person, yeah. so like, I, the second I hear something, because we've talked about this when we when we did our first episode together, like everything, I always get a visual. Like the first thing, if if yeah. a song doesn't make me see something, we did. Um, uh, the last time we played at Halton Theater, I spliced together a, a video for the set. Something happened halfway through. Someone probably tripped on the cord and it turned off. But yeah, I used a bunch of old westerns. And some of my own footage, and that just kind of loosely fit the the set list. Yeah, that's subliminal messages to buy us beer and buy merch. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, yeah. mostly Hell old yeah. westerns from you know like the box sets you get. I haven't dared use a, a, a known movie, so I don't want to get sued. Just to have I heard that. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, the twenty westerns DVD of just the five dollar box set. Yeah, from the totally. Company and, and there's yeah. still some Lee Van Cleef in there, so he's always uh, a good. You see him, and you know instantly this is. He's the bad guy. Absolutely. <laughs> so, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, multimedia is, if we had a budget, our stage show would be immense, but. I heard that. <laughs> we got to get that budget first. I heard that. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll go out, find some skulls, DIY. Yeah, <laughs> no, our, our, our mascot, Patrick, this is, a, I believe it's an elk. He's huge, like, and with the horns, we finally sawed off the horns to keep them separate, but, um. He got damaged at one of the gigs. It's like his jaw, some Aww. half his jaw is missing now. So it just adds to the brutality. Yeah, yeah. Of the Wild West. Yeah, sure. But pa <laughs> Patrick's another. Takes any photo, he looks great. In it, so. Unhinged, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Little... I'll see myself out now. <laughs> <laughs> so westerns are a big influence. Do you read a lot of westerns? Louis Lamar, uh, Stephen King, his Dark Tower series. Mm -hmm. It's. Yeah, you can call it a western, I think. Just maybe a sci-fi western, which is probably my two favorite genres currently. So that was a massive... That was nine books, and then he wrote another book when it was done and shoved it in between. So that was... I've been reading that from before Road Agents till about a year ago, because it was ten books. So that definitely had a... He, he, you know, he 
painstakingly paints a picture with maybe 10 chapters too many, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he definitely paints a picture, so that, that had an influence for sure. And Louis L'Amour, like, he's, he's got uh, probably thousands of novels that are loosely the same thing, but, you know, guy goes out to the woods, guy go, gets a ranch out in the middle of nowhere, has to defend it from the local, you know, villains, basically. But yeah, love yeah. his stuff. Nice. And then movies, endless amount of movies. Yeah, do you have a favorite lately? I mean, the trilogy is pretty damn good. Um, the trilogy? The Good and the Bad and the Ugly. Yeah. Oh. Uh, a few, few dollars more. Um, Once Upon a Time in the West is really good, too. Oh. That is a epic, long, probably watch it in two nights kind of movie, but it's it's a crusher. It's a good one. Nice. I definitely. Bronson's probably best films, I think. Nice. Yeah, I definitely take these uh, as recommendations. I've collected so many books. Yeah. Well, the, the movie is it's long. Be ready to watch it in two parts. I can handle it. I, I watch Lord of the Rings extended editions. I'm not oh, afraid. Boy. In a day. <laughs> oh, God. A whole sleep. set. Oh, man. I really like the, the reboot. Not reboot, but what they did on uh, Prime. The Power the, of the Ring, Rings of Power. Rings of Power, yeah. Mm. At first I was like, eh. A couple of episodes into it, I was like, okay, this is great. I'm watching the whole thing. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so what have you been listening to lately? You said you've been like uh, influenced by some, some country. You've been listening to a lot of country to inspire you about the album? Yeah, well, the old country. Marty oh. Robbins, Willie Nelson, Lauren Green, of course. Some mm. people might not call him country. You know, maybe he's Hollywood, I don't know. Yeah, 60s yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> um... If metal, what? Yeah. What new metal do I listen to? That should have been more prepared. I haven't listened to any <laughs> new in a minute. Oh, that's fine. I mean, listen to anything from any era. Yeah, uh, the al the album was it has its black thrash roots, but definitely a lot of country. Uh, during the lockdown, I discovered a thing called the Retro Cocktail Hour, which is 50s sci-fi music nice. and, and uh, 50s pop music, uh, Exotica, they call it. So that's oh. definitely off the wall. Lex Bast Baxter, Martin Denny, just nothing to do with metal. People who listen to metal probably just say that's garbage. I don't know, but oh, <laughs> it's definitely imaginative and atmospheric and anything that I don't know what's about to happen next. I'm gonna probably be interested in. Yeah, for sure. I, I like I like to think that it helps keep the music fresh. Absolutely. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 I mean, I'm literally sitting here doing running, a, helping co-host a metal podcast wearing a Paramore T-shirt. So, so <laughs> it's. <laughs> I think you know, it's it's good to have you know not just stick to the. Yeah, I don't. Else. I don't want to listen to a band and in three songs be like. I know everything about them now. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I can tell the the five bands that you've been listening to. Your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I guess it's hard. It's hard to say that because, you know, m music filters through you. And yeah, that's all. That's why I make an effort to listen as much as possible. I mean, if I had to pick a genre, classical music would probably be what I listen to. Classical is awesome. It, it's, yeah. it's so vast. I mean, there's so many directions you can go. It's absolutely so. I mean, if I were to have to pick a genre, which ridiculous but that's probably what I would do orchestral music yeah, yeah absolutely but right. even with the, the classical name you could have a whole orchestra or you could have 
one guitar or one piano. You know, it's just right. absolutely it's endless combinations. Concerto uh, made for two violins. Three trash cans falling down. Yeah. Astros in a new button meets Mozart. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'd be sick, uh, actually. Do you want to plug the tour? Absolutely. Um, let me get right here with my calendar. No, you're good. Yeah, I can announce that the Dallas show is at Trees, and it's the first date of the tour. Ooh. And uh, as of today, nobody's knowing that because so many logistics and possessed is playing a, a festival i think in houston so there's ra radius clauses and promoters trying to be nice to other promoters not announcing certain things so um but yeah let me get this date yeah the tour starts may 10th um it's running for 15 days and um very soon we're gonna have ticket links and I think some of the cities are already popping up with uh, tickets and ways to reserve. I think we're gonna have a VIP uh, pass, meet and greet kind of thing. Neat. Um, yeah, and this is just 2023. We've been working on this since 19, maybe 18, 2018. So obviously COVID put, pushed it back, but. Oh yeah. Um, it, yeah, we're, we're so excited to be able to do this. Nice. For sure, oh, I freaking bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, get out there, see something other than the same four walls. Yeah, yeah, and um, I'm gonna hit some cities we haven't seen and played at. We haven't been to Kansas. We haven't played in Cleveland. Excuse me, Detroit. Um, we just did, we did an East Coast with Nunslaughter in, in October, but Ooh, fun. Yeah, we um, we're gonna hit some of the cities that we saw last time, but a couple new ones for us too. So yeah, it's uh finally uh moving again and we're hoping that we're gonna have our vinyls by the beginning of the tour because you know worldwide records shortage and press so the oh yeah we didn't get our vinyls at the same time as the cds right um, thanks adele <laughs> <laughs> thanks taylor swift and thanks taylor swift yeah <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it'll be there soon i mean we should be close but we should have them by then fingers crossed Right on. Very cool. Well, uh, I think that that concludes our interview. We're gonna play Slain Children, Roaring Arrows, A Blood Atonement. Yes, excellent. Excellent. That's the opening track. Most excellent. <laughs> yes, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. We appreciate you spreading the word. And
such a fun song. It's a good time. It's a really good time. Right? It's like, again, it's just this big, it's so, like, I can already see the film. Like, I can already see it. Like, I can see, it's like a big sepia-filtered bloodbath. And I, it's just, it's so, like, it's one of those movies that just starts beating the shit out of you, like, right out of the gate. Mm. Yeah. I, like, the first, like, ten minutes of the movie are just, like, no, 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 we're just going to throw you right into the fire. And that's what we're getting here. It makes me think of, like, Hobo with a shotgun but with a cowboy hat. Yeah. I'm Rutger Hauer just going full. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very much here for that. Yeah, right? And I'm really excited for them about going on tour. Yeah. 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 So I hope they have a blast. Same. And I, I hope people are like, oh, check out this band. Yes, very much so. And pick them up. Yeah, that's a good time. And yeah. yeah. It's exciting. For them. Very much so. But uh, yeah, uh, that is just, uh, we hope to have an interview with every episode. Fingers crossed. That's the goal. Um, <laughs> but moving on uh, after a great interview and a great song. Um, so y- you like Gatekeeper? I do like Gatekeeper. Uh, okay, so they released from western shores back march 24th okay all right so i i have i have notes so guitarist adam bergen replaced kenny korcher sorry kenny butchered your last name back in like 2019 uh their lead singer uh, jean pierre was released by tyler anderson and like Jean Pierre was a good frontman. He had like good, good vocals. I mean, I've never seen them live, obviously, but uh, he sounded good. But I think that Tyler uh, does a good job of like he's like up. He's holding it down. I'm a, I am excited for you to hear the vocals. They're I've been great. Having to hold off on listening to this has been a pain. Oh, it has <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that these moves help strengthen the lineup. Uh, they got some guy that I've never heard of, but apparently he's in high demand to do the the mixing duties. Arthur Riz. Arthur Rizic. Yeah. Oh, N- nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Power Trip, Iron Age. Um, Creator. I've, yeah. Sonia. It's quite a bit. Yeah, Arthur Rizic is awesome. I I'm like, there's like God. Dan Swano is like the only guy that I know of, and I'm like, everything Dan Swano touches is fucking gold. But apparently, when the Riz touches it, it's yeah, also. Yeah, no, Arthur is amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh, that gets me very excited for this. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. There's going to be. Mm, give me. Give me now. Right? <laughs> All right. So, Anderson, new vocal guy, uh, wrote most of the lyrics and melodies. Uh, let's see. Influences range from like pulp fantasy to mythology. Uh, I will be playing Exiled King, which details the story of Harold Her. Oh, I've always fucked this guy's name up. Harold Harada, which was the last Viking king of Norway. Ooh. Yeah. So that, you know, Viking themes in metal, not uncommon, but Mm -hmm. still fun very fun uh 
but yeah, I feel like this. I'm excited for this album. It's you know all killer, no filler, bangers all the way through. Sick. Yeah, our. I am. I am very very stoked. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna all play right, it. I'm gonna right. play it. Here play it. Goes. Play it. Your wise 
So good, right? So that's like pure adrenaline, mm-hmm. um, but like the adrenaline you can only get from right again riding like into battle. Just I don't know. I felt like I was in Lord of the Rings just now. Like that was rad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, all right. So the heavy metal parts are more heavy metal. The epic parts are more epic. Yeah, and. Like, I also appreciate the fact that uh, Western Shores and Keepers of the Gate are these, like, autobiographical songs that are dedicated to their fan base. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. It's really sweet. Like, I would, like, it's, holy crap. Where to even put these people? Like, oh, they're, I don't like, they're such a melting pot. Yeah, for all these, like influences, just in the whole of of metal, that, I don't. Know, they're like, top shelf, yo. Like, no, straight up. They're they're just, 
epic as fuck heavy metal, and I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Arthur Rizik's production to me is clear. It's good. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah, I can tell it's him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, because, like, he has, I don't know, because it's definitely not overproduced like there's not a thick lacquer over it over it like you could it breathes mm-hmm. like like the power trip stuff he worked on eternal champion stuff the oh gosh what else uh enforced i think uh which if you haven't checked out enforced i don't know what you're doing with your life they're good they're so good um but it's you, like everything is clear Mm-hmm. Like it's you can ver- like very much tell what's going on, and like you can discern every little piece, and you can definitely feel that with this too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the guitars sound fucking crisp, but the yeah. vocals are incredible. Oh my god, the vocals! <laughs> like Jesus, good, like good they're job. soaring. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I don't know. To me, it definitely feels like it belong vocally belongs in like the same realm as like Rob Halford and like Bruce Dickinson and, and kind of not in like, it's, you know, there's not a whole lot of like vibrato like Bruce, but it's like the soaring, you know, big drawn out long, just, Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. 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 Gatekeeper. Whenever a promo pops up in my inbox, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Like, uh, I played them on my February 2019 episode when their Grey Maiden EP came out because I was just, like, stoked. Nice, nice. Yeah, so, like, keep them coming, boys. You're doing a, a killer job. Not that they're ever going to hear this, but, hey, they might. They might. It'd be like, good job. So where are they based out of? They are Canadian. Yeah, are Canadian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt a Canadian accent. Uh, nah, nah. But uh, they're on Cruise de la Sur. Okay. Uh, records, uh, which is a great lead into the next band who is on the same label. Well, wouldn't you know that? Well, smooth little transition there. Smooth. smooth. Oh, yeah. All right. So you've heard about me talk about this band quite lovingly before. Smolder. Yeah. Yeah. They have uh, a new album coming out April 21st, Violent Creed of Vengeance. Ooh. Oh, yes. All right. So, oh, this album art, y'all. Oh, oh my God. Michael Whelan, uh, they have the art uh, They're on their first release, which is gorgeous. And of course, they're going to have Michael Whelan on their second. Uh, bit. Oh, my God. Personally a big fan. So sick. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I bought the big nerdy, like, f- big nerd fan pack for the release, like red vinyl and a T-shirt and a flag and... I can see oh. why this like a tapestry of this belongs in my apartment where it is currently. Well, I mean, <laughs> when it, when it releases, yeah, that shit's going yes. up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My blank ass wall is going to look sick. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. But, uh, also it kind of also makes me realize that it has been four years since their debut, uh, of times of obscene evil and wild daring. Um, but yeah, let's see. All right, so their new album has seven front-to-back bangers. Ooh. Frontwoman Sarah Ann spends 20 hours a week hiking in the woods in her new location uh, just outside Helsinki, Finland. They were originally out of Canada. Uh, but yeah, she listens to music and picks mushrooms and blueberries, and that grants her peace 
and quiet and i'm like girl you're living my dream oh my god oh my god <laughs> but she she describes the hikes as kind of like this balm uh and miss personal and societal uh turmoil uh you know, and the pandemic just exacerbated a lot oh, of for shit sure, for, for everybody sure. um but yeah before the move to finland they made sure to really nail down like the sound like a lot of you know practice and mm-hmm. and just making sure shit's good and clean um picking blueberries I, and making metal doesn't that sound great that sounds pretty sick to me i'd, I'd drop everything for that that's that's pretty rad yeah it's like hey patty want to go uh make fruit salad and play in a thrash band for the rest of your life <laughs> right um yes ma'am <laughs> right yes please um yeah yeah so through her processing of the pandemic its impact on social progress and the unending reality of misogyny and rape culture bore the title of violent creed of vengeance Mm. yeah Mm. yeah so okay like the the other album's like oh yeah like there's a misogynist go stab him with sword the theme continues and i love that consistency i love the consistency it, it, we need it yeah yeah Conti- um, continue this continue to the narrative please right so this is another album that is all killer no filler um let's see they are influenced by bands like omen blind guardian chastain rainbow tales of medusa um which are also bands known for just like beginning to end just like oh yeah love mm. me some rainbow right yeah, yeah. oh chastain I, f- I found one of the records out in the wild and i didn't buy it and i'm still kicking myself yeah idiot oh <laughs> 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 um, more than enough of those stories there for me oh right yeah yeah but um let's listen to let's the f- talisman and the blade <sighs>
Well, goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. Goddamn. Uh, so, uh, as you can see, uh, the, the meticulous rehearsing paid off. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, and then blueberries are in there somewhere. Oh, uh, and and revenge. Oh well, uh, yes. And and fantasy lyrics, and yeah, because fantasy and revenge. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's kind of you know they work really well together. They do. Yeah, they really do. There's they've had a long, you know, mutually beneficial relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great soundtrack for <laughs> killing the rapist. Exactly. And I'm. A, I'm all about it. Yeah, no, it's, it's the, the consistency. There's never shortage of material when talking about destroying misogynistic pieces of shit. Bring down the patriarchy. That's right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You can step outside right now and find a few of them. I guarantee oh my it. God, right? <laughs> Seriously. God. Um. So, how how are you feeling about this? It's just like it's good. Like speed, like. Power, just good old-fashioned heavy fucking metal. Like, that's the type of metal I think about when I'm riding in the fucking car and just, like, <laughs> you know, hauling ass down, down the freeway. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just... Uh, it, but I could see, like, you know, Hellfire and Brimstone, and I'm, I'm riding on, you know, the expressway to whatever circle of hell I'm, I'm feeling. It's just... Yeah. And... Oh my god, the guitars are fucking amazing. Oh my god, oh my god. The little... It's beautiful. But mm. her, the vocals, though. Tarianne's vocals are <sighs> real nice. To me, there were moments where I was hearing, like, some Susie Sue-type, like, voicings. And then when she got a little lower, I was feeling, like, some Ann Wilson, like, from Heart vibes a little bit nice yeah oh my god i love her so much heart is like one of my favorite bands ever like their self-titled album from the 80s is perfection fight me um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know oh sorry i'm running my mouth no no tell me things that that's i mean like (laughs) i did i did my spiel uh i'm excited i recommend listening to it from beginning to end if they you know if any of these bands gatekeeper Smolder, any other ones, they come through. Like, if you can afford it, go support. Go buy it, buy their merch. Tell Do them they're doing a good job. Maybe bring them a thing of blueberries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a nice new basket to put said blueberries in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like they'd appreciate that. Or a sword. I don't know. My, either <laughs> either one. <laughs> this is my blueberry picking sword. <laughs> I don't go blueberry pick, blueberry picking without this here sword. Right. All right, so uh, we're going to switch it up. So we've had our our really epic, powerful, clean vocal stuff. Uh, We're going to leave Finland, and we're going to go to Iceland. Ooh. Yeah, oh, close. Ulwulf. Say that that again for me. Ulwulf. Okay. Uh, One more time for the listeners. Ulwulf. Okay, got it, got it. Islandic hard. Uh, but I think I got that. It means animosity or hostility. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ulwuth <laughs> is on Dark Descent. <laughs> that, That's I, y'all her face trying to pronounce this. <laughs> I'm trying to 
pronounce it correctly. Uh, the album is called "Of um, Existential uh, Distortion." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it, yes. Let's see. It came out back uh, March 17th. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot to say. Uh, the band is pretty young. They formed in 2015 in Reykjavik. Ooh. And the band self-released an AP called Cell, uh, First Sermons in 2008 and then recorded a debut of Existential Distortion in 2020. Uh, so, yeah, we've been waiting for this release for a minute, but Dark Descent is a great record label. I'm a fan. Uh, usually everything coming out of that is uh, real nice. I'm looking forward to sharing the song and a eulogy of a paradise out of reach. Ooh. Oh yeah, black metal, here you go. Yeah! 
Okay, so I know that I said something different, but it's it's black epic. Yeah, no, it's sounded. still it's it's epic. Yeah, it's you epic. Said, oh, as fuck. We're going to take a departure from epic and, and go to right black black metal epic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a different different form of epic, but still epic, just longer epic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think Iceland does a good job. I mean, most black metal bands I've heard out of Iceland are real nice. They're killing it, killing it, doing a good job. Yeah, really, <laughs> real bang up job there. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering since they recorded this back in like 2020, if that means they have another one in their pocket ready for release. I don't know. A Maybe. Girl can dream. Hey, hey, y'all. <laughs> do, do, do you have the musics? Please, Sam, I have some more. <laughs> more, please, sir. I would like more of that. Yes, more of that, please. Uh, <laughs> I do love black metal, though. Yeah, no, very much here for it. Yeah. That was, uh, you know, it's crazy. Like, it's black metal, and there's you know the the vocals you know are <laughs> very very black metal, but it's there instrumentally like there are parts of it, and I don't mean this to sound like an insult. I really hope it doesn't come off that way. It's very accessible, like it's it's melodic, like it's 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 you know I, that term gets thrown around a lot in, in metal, but like there's a part of it that's like I don't know I. So growing up, my mother was, you know, a member of the Dallas Symphony Chorus for like 30-something years. Oh. Yeah, so I went to the symphony a lot. And I don't know, that's, it's, it's, there are symphonic elements to this. Like I'm hearing bits of like Requiem, you know, all over this thing. And then of course it kicks in overdrive more towards the the second half of it and just, you Mm -hmm. know, starts bludgeoning your face with an ax. But it's, it's, the first part of it is, it's classy. It's, it's ooh. yeah. It's 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 classy black metal. Do you hear that, guys? <laughs> They're making classy melodic black metal, and I'm into it. That that needs to be a whole new genre. I, classy melodic, not not classical. Classy, classy, real classy. Like yes, bougie. <laughs> These guys look like they could fight a bear. They half of them look like bears. Yeah. 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 Bears, bears. Bears, yes. bears. bears are bears with classy beards. Yeah. Like I wanted to headbang so bad during that, but I can't because I have like serious whiplash from a thing that happened yesterday. But like, I'm fine. But yeah, I had to do like the 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 plastic bird dipping into the the the, the glass, glass of water, water thing. Just kind of. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's all about practicing good, safe headbanging techniques. You know, I don't know, give yourself a stroke or something. Exactly. I'm not going to pull a full, like, Jason Newstead in the middle of this and just start, like... head <laughs> <laughs> just, whoa, it falls just... off. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, we have plenty of time to go real deep, dig real deep into the Digging. underground. And check out some some really obscure shit. Ooh, uh, ooh. Ooh. Uh, okay, so this band, they are called Crater. They're from China. Huh. And they have oh. one song <laughs> so far. Yeah, yeah, we're here for it. Uh, I'm just going to put it on, and uh, then we can talk about it. Chinese metal. I am absolutely here for this. We need more of this, I feel. I feel like yeah. there's not enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's, it's going to be Give it to me. Good.
So, uh, what do you think of Crater? Uh, sonically, it's like to me, it's 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 like if if Melvin's and Black Sabbath got together and had that fucked up little baby that they would have, and then it listened to a lot of like black and death metal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But like just for the vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. So what what I know about the band uh can be read on their Bandcamp. They are Sludge/Doomcore from Shenzhen, China. Fun. Uh this is the spiel. Please make sure you sip the music poison on the morning of work after an alcoholic coma. Otherwise, please do it when someone is around. Wish you were able to enjoy those howls of agony and your life. And speak louder than words. 666. Hell Satan, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a proper proper send off there. Right. That video, I'm just a little, I'm just, <laughs> I'm good and fucked up from that video. Because it starts off like, I don't know, the whole thing, it's like, Jodorowsky and David Lynch and that dude that directed The Boxer's Omen. If you've never seen that, it's a weird one. Mm, can't uh, say I have. Oh, God. It's... it's <laughs> Look it up, folks. Uh, <laughs> it's a fun one. Uh, yeah, it, it's... Um, and then... Why am I blanking on who directed Apocalypse Now? Oh... Uh, I, I think we all know. We just can't remember. If right... It's, it's, I feel so stupid right now. Um, but yeah, it's like all of them got together and said, let's like do mescaline and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of clips from horror movies. The only one I recognized was The Wicker Man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely that. And then like Vietnam War era looking footage yeah it's what it looked like like it was war it was definitely war footage oh definitely yeah and what's the name of this song again uh all right so the band is crater and the song the only song that they have is the melting point of drugs yeah yeah definitely definitely see that melty definitely melty i'm feeling melty um, like the the film itself <laughs> got fire, and uh, <laughs> right, it's, it's a good time. People go watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any anyway, interesting, uh, obscure. Uh, Some weird shit, man. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's keep it going uh, with another another band. This time, uh, Frigid Winter. Ooh. They are uh, looks to be a black metal trio from. Ooh. Helsinki, Finland. Frigid winter. Are uh, the are the songs ice themed? I, I I'm I'm cold just thinking about <laughs> it. Uh, actually, that's just the name of the band. Uh, let's see the song. Actually, I was gonna I was gonna. Fuck! What was the fucking name of the song called? The, this band is. They, they are so much a baby band. They're not even the metal bible yet. Like oh, wow. no metal archives page. Yet yeah, somebody needs to make that for them. Okay. So we have Frigid Winter. Uh, they have great man names like Megan Megan Tyrion and In Hudura. They're Finnish, by the way. That's why I can't pronounce any of these. Colt Trogia. Uh, yeah, they do some really great screechy shit. I want to play the song soon. There will be blood. Nice. Yes. 
right. <laughs> so we're gonna do that. Bloody. Soon. So soon. Some like nice lo-fi, screechy, shreddy, yeah, black metal. I could hear that. You know, though, they've got like some hardcore elements to them. Like this song was what? Not even three minutes. It was two minutes forty-one seconds. See, there you go. See, right? That's yeah. I can see them on like on a bill with. I don't know. I could have seen them on a on a power trip like bill somewhere. I could have seen them. Maybe with, you know, uh, some other hardcore bands. They could have played with, like, hell, I could have seen them with, like, Judiciary or, like, Kublai Khan or something. I don't know. That would, or, like, they, yeah, they've definitely got hardcore sensibilities. I dig the vocals. Something serious. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, their demo, their demo 2022 is a free download. So, Hell hey, yeah. why not go download it, share it with your friends? You know, you can flex being like, oh, I found this obscure 
finish black metal that you've heard of and they'll be calling you a fucking hipster but you'll still have a hung up on them shut the fuck up tool <laughs> we got it right you like bands people have never heard of congratulations but they're good <laughs> i just want to share i just want to share all right uh so i have i have one band left and this one i've been holding off on you were texting me about it earlier like losing your shit oh my god i okay so so i get home from work saturday night and i start listening to some some music uh what fuck was it yeah yeah like i listen to him at work but you know that's at work yeah and they only had two songs out at the time and uh the band i'm talking about is downfall of gaia Okay. Instead of just saying words, let's give them context. Um, and I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. So I go home and I'm like, oh, I really want to listen to it. Because the, the album came out March 17th. So I just listened to it from beginning to end. And like two songs in, I'm like, why am I not wearing headphones? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So I put headphones on, I'm just laying in bed, I'm just like listening to it. And I'm like, oh, God, that was so good. That was so good. And, and so I listened to it again. And, uh, and I was like, I am uh, kind of obsessed. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, okay, so... Oh, fuck. This band has been around since, like, 2008. Okay. They're from Germany. Uh, this is their sixth album. How have I not known about this band until their sixth album? Failure on my part. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, to they, be fair, they're probably you know you do have several mountains worth of bands in your in your library. Jesus Christ, <laughs> my my bandcamp wish list is one thousand two hundred and fifty something. I'm never obviously I can't Jesus buy all that. Fuck. I like music. No, no, I respect it. <laughs> I absolutely respect it. Just goddamn. I need to chill out. Um, but I don't they, know. We wouldn't have this podcast if you chilled out. So. <laughs> Don't chill out, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Don't chill out. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I don't have a problem. Oh. Um, so their their genre, uh, according to Metal Archives, is atmospheric sludge, post-black metal, and crust. Huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so So the, the band, Downfall of Gaia, the album, Silhouettes of Disgust, and I have decided to play... Bodies as Driftwood.
so I really like that. That, that that's a good time. That's a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I recommend just listening. Just, I feel beginning like to end. Just go listen. That song, and not in a bad way. I don't mean this in a bad way at all. Like it feels like it. It's a piece of just of a much greater whole. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like from the context you're giving me, I feel like that entire record. You could just take one song out of it, and you feel like you just you need the rest of it like and not in a bad way you need like you need to run the whole fucking thing as a unit yeah yeah like it flows really well it sounds really good yes uh there's some like audio effects that just add a like some really cool texture yeah to it like fuck i was like maybe we should just do a whole episode on this album but that just seems a bit excessive yeah but I'd, honestly though i don't think i'd be mad at it that mm-hmm. shit Bangs. Oh my god. Like Ah I just it, want to listen to it, it again. There's there are parts of it. Okay, so like I could definitely hear the crusty, like sludgy parts of it they're talking mm-hmm. about. Like there was a record that came out it was either last year or the year before. Uh, Emma Ruth Rundle did a collaboration <gasps> with Thou. Oh, I love that shit, and that I know what you're talking about. It was like, we are a chain, like, oh, I forgot, uh, it's such a good record. It's on, oh, that label that puts out, oh, God. oh Sacred Bones. Mm. It's on Sacred Bones. Uh, that record, you know, it has the sludgier, kind of vocals, and like, the black metal kind of vocals to it, but it's still there's still these really deep melodic elements that kick in there's something that has kind of a very musical like again i use the word accessible but like almost and i don't want to say pop sensibilities but it but like in that in that vein that show up and stuff like this that's you know that makes it you know if someone walked into this and had never really even li- been introduced to this genre before, they, that's something I'm certain they would enjoy. Like they would be able to latch onto that. I very much dig what's going on there, but there are points in this song where like they talk about having some punk influences and yeah, like right before it goes into that like final section of the song where it's, it's kind of, just breaking into that all like that it's there is some kind of yes 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 that record yes yes yeah yes. yeah the you're talking about emma ruth plus thou may our chambers be full oh that record so is good. so good yeah um yeah i waited for like a year or something not even not quite a year but a long time to get a hold of that record mm. so i think sacred bones is like a one-man op and oh, damn something like that or yeah. I guess a really small operation and it took a minute to get that record I'm glad I got it though but yeah no like I'm, I'm feeling I don't want to say pop punk but there's definitely like I don't know I've I'm definitely hearing punk and hardcore but with some pop kind of sensibilities in the instrumentals in oh, certain parts like the uh, the guitar tone immediately makes me think of the cure that's fair, because there's a little bit of reverb, kind of chorus-driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great. Like, uh, God. I Words. 
Um, God, the whirl, whirl of Flies, the way that comes in, is really great. Just, like, effects. Um, oh, what is it? I think it's Eyes to Burning Skies made me think, is my shit broken? <laughs> it's, it's not. Spoiler, it's not. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely, like, putting it on my list for... Al- like one of my f- more favorite albums of the year. Oh shit! Yeah, cause like that and the new Insomnium are like, oh, Chef's Kiss. It's Chef's it. Kiss. Yeah. 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 Are there any other records this year that you're that you're stoked on that you're ready for? Well, besides the ones mentioned, like the, I mean the Smolder, obviously. Oh, obviously. No, that's definitely on the uh, on the radar now. But yeah, the God. I don't know you. The new Frozen Soul. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah How I did so... I forget? Oh yeah, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's going to be new Creeping Death this year. Uh, I didn't get my shit kicked in at that last show earlier this year for nothing. I know that's yeah. They were filming that that concert I think for a video. Uh, <laughs> so like, let's go really hard. Yeah. Oh, I got destroyed. Uh, uh, but yeah, so there's probably going to be new Creeping Death. Very excited about that. I. There, I think I read somewhere that Fugitive was p- p- like playing a new song live, so we might get there might be an announcement of a, a Fugitive record. That mm. would that would be nice. I would really like that. I would also very much like this. Yeah, um, yeah. But the the latest um, the latest Frozen Soul single, Ar- Arsenal of War. I think it, it was dedicated. The the vocalist Chad wrote it about his late brother Corey, and. I feel like Blake Ibanez from Power Trip does the solo on it. It's just dive bombs everywhere. Oh, so good. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's probably my f- like top three favorite Frozen Soul songs like to date. Nice. Oh, it's brutal. Uh, get off your ass and run it. As soon as this is over, as soon as you're done listening to us, put off dinner and go run it. It's, yeah. The, just forget eating and just listen to everything. It will suffice. Yeah. It will sate your appetite. You don't need food. You need music. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, that that concludes the episode. Fuck yes. Uh, if you like what you hear, support the bands. Uh, share the episode with your friends because we want to share music with as many people as possible. It's all about sharing music. Exactly. And we'd like to thank our, uh, our venue. Thank you, Black Cat, for letting us use your space. Black Cat Records and Comics. In Dallas. On Botham Jean. Right across from the Alamo Draft House. Come buy records. Come buy records and comics. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Woo! Until next time. Yeah.